Jesus, ASAP. look at that. Look at that friggin' view. Right? <coughs> Damn. I don't have the... I don't think I've got the visual on here, so... I mean... Damn. You're looking fancy, awesome. too. Still don't know Fuck. how to unmute. Still don't know how to unmute yourself, huh? <laughs> still, still there. Fucking never, never get it, you know. There you go. There you go. Where are you at? You look. I mean, you look like you're living the dream. Undisclosed location, boys. Undisclosed. Okay. And whatever you're doing, you look like you need to make a fancy drink in that. It's got to be something. Exactly. Right. Something right. fancy, you know. A Rob Roy or a, a Thomas Roy. Collins. You had to call him by his <laughs> full name. What would you not drink with vodka, honestly? Yeah. I mean, it goes, goes, goes with everything, right? Uh, maybe, maybe no vodka milk. Well, technically, um, White Russian, mm. and I, I went through a White Russian phase. Which... Is that actual dairy milk? Yeah, in a White Russian. Yeah, okay. yeah. White Russian is Kahlua milk and vodka, right? Which you know we've got the Big Lebowski redraft coming up, so there might be a variation on the Caucasian. Just to uh, just to throw that out there. Oh yeah. Happen. Um. Yeah. So I'm assuming you've got all your. Your prop bets all lined up and uh, ready to run us through all these? I'm ready to roll, Ron. Well, fuck. Let's get to it. I hit that intro and uh, let's do this thing. <sighs> Freaks and geeks, drinkers, thinkers, ramblers and gamblers, stoners and pet owners, gather around. This is the Outsider Social Club, where us misfits, miscreants, outcasts get together and ramble, palaver, prattle, and get royally intoxicated while we do so. So without further ado, uh, let's proceed. One for the party, baby. Pop on the road, drumming. Knock back a drink. There's nobody home. Welcome back to the Outsider Social Club. I'm your master of ceremonies, Drinks with Ron. And I'm gambling again. Uh, usual rules apply. You drink if you hear a dog or a cat or a bong. Uh, 1.5 is the over-under for hearing dogs on the pod. This is normally where I'd go to Troy for a drink over-under, but no Troy. So, you know, subsection 8 of rule 7, paragraph 2 says no drink over-under. But I am joined by Joe Vegas, and uh, you know what that means. It means some gambling's coming. Yes, sir, Ron. It is Super Bowl week. It is, uh, am I allowed to say the day? It's only... (laughs) It's only Tuesday, and this is the second night I've been drinking already. Last uh-huh. night, went to three different casinos, got to hang out with a CBS sports guy that I know, got to see a couple uh-huh. Levitard show folks. So it's going to be one hell of a week, boys. Yeah, call that a win already. Shit, that's... Also joining us tonight for some gambling, Samo, how, how goes it? Hello, gentlemen. Can't complain. A man of few words. <laughs> truly yeah i'm used to having like seven people talk here to give me a chance to reset the board yeah. so uh all right. i don't know if i've been accused of too few words before usually i run them out <laughs> endlessly so you know i think there's the, the nola podcast is me talking for like three straight hours so you know <laughs> <laughs> well and since uh, we can't samo is in an undisclosed location i assume Due to some art shenanigans, but uh, the background there looks amazing, which it also looks really nice. Incredible. Yeah, so. Visual gag on an audio format. 
where you are right now looks like a nice place to host a party too you know maybe maybe that's happening later you know maybe who knows and what did you fill your fancy drink or cup with or glass excuse me glass with so this right here is um malibu rum and ginger which i just oh. made up tonight and it's pretty good and there's this fancy glass in the in the room so i uh put it in <laughs> sounds delightful Awesome. And Ron, just so you know, I'm going to drink every night this week for sure. For sure. So, well, fuck. Um, All right. I just don't see any other way. You know, Ve <laughs> Super Bowl in Vegas, like, it's taken everything in our power for Amanda and I not to drive out to Lake Las Vegas. We know very well where they're staying. We know the area very well. It's, you know, uh, not far from us here in Henderson, but uh, we're going to uh, we're going to enjoy the festivities of the week for sure. All right, what do you think, boys? Should we jump right in? I'm ready to do some gambling. All right. Let's do it. Before we do it, though, I got a little game, Samo, that you and I are going to play. Ron is going to participate. Okay. The game is called, Can Ron Name the Last Super Bowl Participant? X Seasons. I'm setting the over-under at one and a half. Can he name the Super Bowl participants of the last one and a half seasons? I'm going under. I don't think he can do it. I think he can possibly do last year, but I don't think he's going to get the year before. Ron, no cheating. <laughs> what about what about you, Sam? You got faith in Ron? You think he can get there? Uh, I I, I think it's, I I agree. He's going to get last year's, but I think the second one's going to be a little rough. Yeah. All right, Ron. You uh, we're both against you. Let's see what you can do. Ron, who participated in last season's Super Bowl? Uh, last year. That's uh. Last year was Chiefs, was it not? Nah. Chiefs played a team from that. Maybe one of those NFC teams. Uh, shit. I, uh. God. I can't believe I'm actually drawing a blank on that. Ron, just to get you to the next season, I'll give you one hint. Um, one of their fans is with us right now. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's, uh. It was, it was the Eagles game, yeah, because I. Yeah, now that you say that, I do remember. The, the last couple months has been so rough, honestly. Like, I, I almost forgot it, too. I was like, who was that? Oh, yeah, that so was a long yeah. well, Ron, now I know there's no chance you're getting the one the season before. So. <laughs> I'll be I'll be excited if you get one of the teams from the year before. Oh, shit. The year before that. I mean, it's got to be Chiefs again, right? They, they go back to back. That is incorrect. Oh, man. It was the LA Rams versus the Cincinnati Bengals, of course. Oh, I thought that was two years ago. I was going to, I was going to, I was well, I mean, it one. wasn't last year, so I guess technically two seasons ago. You yeah, know? I'm still thinking there was another one in between, though. So that's. And bonus, yeah. the one before that was Tampa Bay over the Chiefs, which you okay. probably wouldn't have gotten, also. Nah, I already forgot about that Brady one. Yeah. It does feel like a long time ago. So it was a long time ago. Uh, well, I just cashed my first bet, the under on Ron, knowing the last Super Bowl teams. So, go me. Yeah, it's a rough All start right. for me. All right, boys. I have scoured the prop sheets all around town. I came up with a handful of bets. We're going to say five to seven. These are bets that I have not, I will not normally make during the season. They are special to the Super Bowl. Okay. Uh, obviously, Samuel, you're a gambler. You uh, you have access to FanDuel, DraftKings. You get to see some good stuff. I got a couple bets in on those as well. Uh, but I found some ones I like 
These are, as I told Ron earlier, these are ones that I did not get from any, any experts, any betting podcasts or anything. These are just ones that I saw that I like. So I'm going to start it off with Westgate has the highest scoring quarter by both teams at 19 and a half points. Personally, I think that's a lot of points. I think that's too many. That We're talking three touchdowns in one quarter or two touchdowns, two field goals. I went under on that one. I feel like it's almost too easy. Like, how, how does that even get there? You'd have to have basically two touchdowns right in a row to even have a shot. What do you guys think about that one? Yeah, I mean, um, I think both defenses are considered good as well. Um, I mean, I think – Maybe the Niners aren't quite as good as they get credit for, but I think the Chiefs are probably better than they get credit for defensive-wise. So I I would lean under, too. But um, I think the way Super Bowls usually happen, and I mean, big games in general, I think both teams kind of come out a little tight, little puckered buttholes. Like the first quarters, you I might bet first quarter over under because usually the – I would bet first quarter under usually because teams come out, they want to make mistakes, they're tentative – but as the game goes on, it opens up. So if it happens, it's going to be a third or a fourth quarter. But I think I would shade under as well. Yeah, right now you can get the first quarter at nine and a half. Uh, the under hmm. is minus 115. I, I think, I'm think i thinking about taking that one because it actually leads into my second bet, Ron. And uh, feel free to chime in once I give you this one also. The lowest scoring quarter, uh, three and a half points. Hmm. I'm also taking the under. I think wow. they're going to have a a one field goal or less quarter. I think uh, I think it could be that first quarter. Personally, I think both teams could come out a little slow. I'm basically banking on maybe a long drive that goes nowhere, missed field goal or something like that. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with that under three and a half. I think first quarter has a wow. chance. I think third quarter has a chance. But actually, let's say somehow this game is a blowout. Fourth quarter has a great chance then, where both teams do nothing. So mm, that's fair. Yeah, because I think a lot of uh, people's remembrance of Kansas City being a heavy point scorer is from the past. That's it's not the same offense we've been seeing, uh, you know, a few years back. So I I'm, I tend to be with you on these unders. That you know, it's, like you said, a long drive from Casey that they just don't cash in on or something. But but yeah, I'm with that. Yeah. Three and a half is pretty scary, though. I don't know. It, three it, and a half? That's definitely scary. It's the, But also that, that half is kind of luring me in. You know, I feel like the public will be all over the over. They'll say, of course, there's going to be a touchdown in every quarter. Uh, but I, uh, I'm i going to go for it. I'm going to think – I'm going to hope for like a six, seven-minute opening drive by San Francisco that leads to a punt or a turnover. And then uh, maybe Kansas City comes down and gets a field goal, something like that. I, I – I believe firmly, and some of my bets will come into play here, that the 49ers will not let Brock Purdy beat them. In the f- they will not let him turn it over in the first half and make them lose the game. I think it's going to be runs. It's going to be you know, clock control. And the Chiefs Chiefs have been doing that all playoffs. Chiefs have been basically doing that all right. season. So, Yeah, that's not the offense from five years ago. They're pretty heavily ball control, and it seems like a lot of them come down to a third down and long that they need to convert, and they just keep doing it. But, yeah, they don't seem to be really moving the chains consistently. All right, my next wager, 
And this is a first half wager that I got at plus 145 odds. It is both teams to have a lead in the first half. So basically what I'm banking on is one team starts out with a field goal. Then I can maybe get my under three and a half first quarter. Another team then scores a touchdown. So both teams have had the lead first half. I felt like there was decent value on that at plus 145. The Chiefs have been starting out pretty well uh, in these games, you know, against the Bills, against the Ravens, opening drive touchdown. So, again, all I'm basically hoping for is a field goal, first score, and then the next team maybe to score a touchdown. And then uh, and then I'll cash that one. So, Yeah, I think that's a – Fairly safe bet. It feels like most of these games, playoffs and Super Bowl, seems like there is a little bit of back and forth. Even if it winds up as a blowout eventually, it seems to stay fairly tight in the beginning. But I like that one. All right, Samo, if you have anything, I'm going to move on. Um, Along those same lines of what I just said about the Chiefs, will the Chiefs score a touchdown in the first quarter the yes is plus 125. So I decided to take that one. I, I like how they've started, actually. I uh, They started out well against the Bills. I think it was a field goal, but Ravens was a opening drive touchdown. So I think I kind of think they're locked in. I think their focus is really, really good right now. This is not the same Chiefs team right now. So I uh, I like them to score, uh, and I'm sort of – I'm sort of mini hedging against my under three and a half, where if the Chiefs do score in the first quarter, I'll get something. So I was I was about to ask that. It's interesting that you're you're looking at under three and a half points, but also a Chiefs touchdown. So I, I feel like hedging on an, uh, uh, a straight bet, you're you're just gonna you're just gonna lose your juice, you know. Like um, and straight bets in general, I don't really like because even when you get them. It's a coin flip minus juice. I would rather, I mean, my, my go-to is always a parlay where both parts of the parlay are, are teased down. So because, you know, then both sides are better than a coin flip and you get you really get paid on them. And really, usually you only need to get like one out of three or one out of four, like that situation, and you'll be ahead, you know. So a hedge, if you put 10 bucks on both of those bets, don't don't you lose either way? Well, I call it a mini hedge, and only because I do actually think that the third quarter also has possibility of three or under. And like I said, with the fourth quarter, potential blowout. So if if I only believe the first quarter was going to be the one for a low score, I, I probably wouldn't have done it. But uh, I, I do think there is some potential other, otherwise. And I got the uh, under three and a half at even money. I got this one at plus money. So actually... If I hit the plus money one and lose the other one, I, I'm I'm technically profitable because it's plus money. So without that plus money, I wouldn't I wouldn't have done it. I wouldn't have done it for you know like minus one ten or whatever, um, or or anything worse than that. So uh, gotcha. tempted by the plus money always. You know there are I know some people named Care Bear who are <laughs> always tempted by the plus money. So uh, so yeah. So that's so there's that one. Um, moving on the, and this, you know, around, this might be my favorite bet. All right. The first turnover of the game, a fumble at plus plus one thirty-five. So okay. as I said about, about Purdy, I don't think they're going to just come and let him sling it 
right away. I think they're going to run the ball. I, Mahomes has been great protecting the ball lately. I think with all the runs, all you know, any of these guys try to take a punt return or a kick return. I think a fumble is. I think it's basically a coin flip. So to get it at plus money, a fumble. Uh, I really like that. I think that there are some possibilities, especially if they get cute with like different, different runners. You know, like they try to do a sweep with Debo, or they try to get right. uh, Nicole Hardman in there with a with some kind of weird thing, or or Kelsey, or who knows. I think a fumble could happen, uh, and I'm banking on that one. Okay, and that has to be a turnover then, not just a straight fumble. That's right. It does okay. have to lead to a turnover. So all right. Because I can definitely see fumbles, uh, jitters, and some you know people without Super Bowl experience maybe dropping. But uh, okay, yeah, a little bit tougher if it's got to be turned over. So yeah, very good question on that one. Let me ask you a question, Joe. Have yeah. you ever bet the the race to points bets? I I have never bet one of those. I've seen them lately, and it's interesting. Um, you know, for instance, uh, you know. Niners race to 10, race to 20 versus yeah. Chiefs race 10, race 20. You know, if you think oh. one team's going to start fast and the other one's going to catch up, but I've never bet it and I'm not really sure how to bet it, you know? Yeah. So I actually, I don't think I have either. Um, I, I'll do it in basketball. Like if I want a quick winner, you know, like race 10, race 20, you know what I mean? Just to, but in Just this, have results in hand already. Right. In this situation, I would assume that the 49ers are probably favored race to 10 or, you know, race to seven, race to whatever. And I don't mind it, but if I was going to do it, then I would probably just bet the first half. You know, if I, if I think the 49ers are going to be the first to whatever in football, I would just probably, you know, bet them on the money line or something first half. Might be able to get a better price. Um, otherwise... You know, again, tempted by the plus money when it comes to that. If you think the underdog is going to start out well. And to be honest with you guys, I, I really don't know how to judge this game. Same, uh, same. The 49ers are still favored. I don't understand it. They yeah. Haven't, they haven't been good in a month. The Chiefs beat what I would say are the best two teams the last two weeks on the road. Uh, I just don't understand why the, the Chiefs could be favored by two and a half right now. And I feel like the public would still be all over it. So the fact that they're underdogs, I don't, I don't know what's happening here. I know part of it has to do with that a month ago, the 49ers would have been a five and a half point favorite. And but I, I just I don't think it's I don't think the line is adjusted enough. And also, and somebody brought this up on a pod that I listened to. There's not a there isn't a good algorithm for Mahomes. Right, like that, you can't yeah. adjust it to account for him, for his intelligence, his ability, his, you know, yeah. whatever he, to, he has to do to win. You know what I mean? Like he was an underdog against the Bills. He was an underdog against the Ravens. And like I said earlier, though, it does kind of feel like these the, these Chiefs wins. There's been a bunch of plays that they had to have to get the game, where the Niners felt a little more. Um, I don't know. They feel a little more convincing, I guess. And they just have so many offensive weapons that it's you're basically stacking up Mahomes and Kelsey and say, can these guys do it against right. the entire 49ers offense? But I will say, however, that Pacheco gets left out in this. He is, he is under, he's, underrated. He's definitely a good player. And Rasheed Rice is also very good. I'm he has come on. I'm pretty impressed yeah. with him. But 
one thing I noticed against the Ravens, once the Chiefs got the lead, it's almost like it's almost like they were playing water boy type of football. <laughs> they just were like uh, content to punt every play yeah. or every, you know, they, they were like, you're not going to beat us. We had the lead on you. You're not going to come down and score on us. Yeah. So it's not like they were trying to, you know, keep the pedal on the metal or anything. They weren't, they certainly weren't doing the Dan Campbell, you know, <laughs> trying to, you know, win an onslaught or lose. So, yeah. Uh, so yeah, I, I don't get the line. I don't understand it completely. Um, I, I, you know, Sam, I really don't know. I don't know if I, who I would bet first half. Right yeah. Now because I could see the chiefs, you know, chiefs last year against the Eagles. Where were they down? 10 down 10 at half. And they were down to the Bills, I think, a little bit. But they, you know, they're a dangerous second-half team. Actually, Care Bear bet the Chiefs plus a half, second half. I kind of like that. You know, I kind of feel like if any team is going to adjust well at halftime, it would be Andy right. Reid and Mahomes. So, That's fair. So maybe a second-half bet there. Yeah. I, I um, you know, when it comes to – I have a tremendous amount of respect for Purdy. Um Last pick in the draft, we all know that and everything, and, and he is good. But I think um, the, the the drastic difference in this game and, and why I I am also shocked that, that the Niners are favored is I think it comes – I think the quarterback is the most important position all, in all of sports. And I think Kels, I think um, Mahomes is showing, quickly approaching, you know, Brady. And I think, I think ultimately Mahomes is going to win the game. You know, Mahomes, Kelsey, Pacheco, like, I think that's going to be the X factor. And, like, when we were talking before about, like, who's going to start start fast, start slow, whatever, I can see the Niners starting off strong, and then I just see the Chiefs pulling it out in the end one way or the other, you know? Right. That's what I said. It feels like it's that complete 49ers offense loaded with weapons against Mahomes and Magic. And I still feel like I lean towards the bag of magic. I, just, I don't know why. Totally. So I actually made this comparison when I was talking to the CBS sports guy yesterday. Look at me, Louie. Am I, I right? I was say, I don't have that um, on the fucking board. But. Uh, I actually think this Chiefs team is semi-similar to the Tampa Bay team that beat the Chiefs. They're coming in off of two big road wins when they were underdogs. Their defense is what's been getting them, getting it done. Uh, they're going against a high-powered offense. Uh, I, I think there's just a lot of similarities. Where, you know, they're coming in as underdogs uh, by about by about a field goal. So I just think that I think they're the factoring in of the 49ers is from earlier in the season. You know how good their offense was, how great their their defense isn't any good lately. Like they they made the Packers look like a really great offense. The Lions were doing what they wanted. If the Lions hadn't been stupid, they would have won the game. So right, um, yep. And now you're yeah. gonna let Mahomes. You know, I mean, what are you gonna do? You're not gonna stop Mahomes if you're playing like that. So I'm surprised the Niners won either of those games, let alone both. You know, leading up to this, yeah, yeah. They really they really had no business winning either game. Seriously. So, Yep. Second half adjustments, man. That was a different game in the second half. Yeah, but the, the Lions, Lions, the Lions really, the Lions really blew it. And you know, once you get that momentum, you get a you get a catch off a helmet, you get a miss, you know, a fourth down stop, 
a catch off a helmet, like, you know, then a fumble, like you're, you're just, you're dead, you're destined to get there, you know, like you're, or you're, you're cursed if you're the lions, the lions to be the lions basically. <laughs> right. So. All right. One last bet I'm going to throw your way is total first downs in the game. Oh, 41 and a half. <laughs> and I'm thinking to myself, how on earth does this get to 41 and a half first downs? I might be stepping in it here, boys, wow. but I'm going under. The price is minus 130. We're talking 10 first downs a quarter? And even so, then, all right. So, like, here, wow. here's the thing with that. I, I couldn't tell you how many first downs there are in an average game. Yes. You could tell me it was 10. You could tell me it was 30. Like, I wouldn't know. I guess I could, I could Google it and research it, but – that one, like, I have no – everything we've talked about so far, like, I have a basic measure of – that's yeah. a weird one. Yeah, but I guess that's even, what props are. Even with the Chiefs, like we said, going more ball control and a little more move the sticks instead of big chunk plays, that still sounds like a lot of first downs. Even and, with and the Niners doing a lot of that line of scrimmage passing that they do, that's uh, – and that's where I was on it too. I'm like, we're talking 10 first downs a quarter, and even then we're not there. Yeah. Also, I like punts. I like punts in this game. I think the punters will factor in. I think there is an opportunity for uh, you know, a little field position maneuvering. So I and I, I really like the Chiefs kicker as well. So you get, you know, you can pick up maybe two, three first downs on a drive, kick a long field goal. Uh, they've been, they've, Andy Reid has done one thing this year consistently. He has settled for points instead of doing the Dan Campbell and going for it every fourth down. He's like, Nope, I'll take points. I'll try to win that way. Uh, et cetera. So I think I gave you guys like five or six. Obviously I have way more. Uh, Oh, you know what? I actually did because Ron, because it's, because it's our show. I had to do one crossover prop. I, now oh. I don't, I don't like these. I don't like. I generally don't know how to, you know. These are obviously when it's like an NBA guy or a golf guy versus a whatever right. guy, right? They're just fun. Find one it's just a fun like. little twist on a thing, and you know what? I'm gonna do drugs about it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. That's gonna make it fun. Um. So I found one. And it involves the Miami Heat and Tyler Hero. Okay. I am taking... It's Tyler Hero three-point field goals made versus San Francisco and Kansas City made field goals. Oh. Well, I kind of like low scoring. And I kind of like the field goal kickers, as I said. So I'm going with the field goal kickers. To have more field goals than Tyler Hero. For example, Tyler Hero had two three pointers made tonight. So I think for sure there's going to be three made field goals. I actually think there might be more than that in this game. Right. Um. So yeah, I kind of like that one. I think that one. I think that one will be. I don't want to say semi easy. I'm not going to use the word lock. Never <laughs> yeah. Don't do that. Jesus. But, uh, I. You know. You. You don't want to go like a streaky three point shooter. Plus, he's not necessarily just a three-point shooter, so he's not like Duncan Robinson, who can go yeah. for eight or nine threes. So yeah, this is kind of one of those things Samo mentioned where I don't have a baseline on his threes, but I'm with you. I'm with I'm with kickers on that. Yeah, threes so, is something I I 
bet periodically. Um, I like to put it in a basketball parlay. So if I'm taking, like, again, teasing down the, the bets in the parlay, I like to, if the, say, say the Sixers are favored by five and the over-unders 220, I'll, I'll take the Sixers money line at minus 200. I'll tease the over down to 210 at 200. And then I'll take, you know, um, Joel Embiid two threes or or um, Tyrese Maxey four threes. And then all of a sudden it's like a plus 300 bet. You got three things that are minus 200 and it's a plus 300 bet or something like that. Like that's that's my kind of bet. So actually I, I, I have a pretty good measure on threes usually. So. I also enjoy those same game parlays where you can get a lower total than, you know, because you got to think the line is efficient, right? If they have Kelsey at 70 yards, you know, teasing them down to 50 or 60, exactly, it's going to be a lot more likely to hit. So, right. it's, it's my opinion. So, yep. so that's what I got for my, you know, my own original type of bets. Obviously, I I have some thoughts on MVP. I have some thoughts on other things, but I'd, I'd like to get your guys' input. I have some uh, some items I'd like to, to throw out there. So I had, um, in the championship games, I had uh, four parlays on the championship games, and they were my type of parlays. They were they were teased down. All of them were teased down. Um, I lost the first three of the four parlays, and then the fourth one hit on Dan Campbell's malpractice. Because uh, I think it took it under. It took it under because this stupidity. So I made all of my money back plus fifty percent on that stupidity at the end. Um, so it's like <laughs> okay, you know. So so, it, but exhibit A of why that works. I won one out of four, and I was like fifty percent up on the four. Right. So I took. I as soon as that was over, I mean, I looked a second. I wasn't planning on putting on the Super Bowl yet, but I looked at it. I saw that the Niners were two and a half point favorites. And I immediately put it all into um, the Chiefs' money line, which is obviously a plus bet, and a tease down over. And I forget what I teased it down to, but I want to say it was what's – what's the over-under right now? 40, 47. Five? It's been 47 and a half pretty much all week. So I think I teased it down to like 42 or something. Okay. So Chiefs' money line, which is plus, and then the tease down over, which is minus, and it's, it's, a, it's a, a nice bet. So I, I rolled all that forward into that. Um, that money line for sure will pay nice, but yeah, it's it's uh, 49ers are minus two and a half right now, 47 and a half. Uh, right. I also teased, I teased the Chiefs right away, immediately, because I, I assumed it would go close to a pick em, and I've been wrong, but uh, I, teased, I teased the Chiefs up to nine and a half, and then uh, over under to over 40 and a half. So you, you teased the Chiefs, yeah, teased the Chiefs. Jeez, cut that, <laughs> cut that. <laughs> And I'm not even drinking any Malibu. <laughs> um, so I, I I want to throw in a couple more pure football-related bets, and then I have some really obscure um, props that I wanted to talk about. But um, I, I don't usually bet t- uh, touchdown anytime touchdowns because I think it's just it's just such a an obscure thing. But the Pacheco and the McCaffrey anytime touchdowns. <laughs> jump out at me because they're they're such running threats they're such catching threats um you know especially with pacheco because mahomes really only has like kelsey to throw to in terms of a, a receiving player but pacheco is such a threat 
Um, I can see if the Chiefs do start slow, I can see and, and Andy Reid. I watched Andy Reid forever in Philly. He loves this, the the um, the screen pass. You know, if if things are going bad in an Andy Reid offense, he likes to hit a running back with a couple blockers, or he likes to hit the tight end across the middle. So I see I see a Pacheco um, anytime TD for sure. And then also McCaffrey, like same thing. Like he can break one off for 50. He can catch one. Um, McCaffrey, the last I looked, was minus 210 for any time touchdown. Pacheco was minus 120. Um, I would, and I wouldn't consider this a safe parlay like I usually do, but I would consider parlaying the Pacheco and the McCaffrey anytime touchdowns together as kind of a lottery ticket type one. Or if you like one or the other, I think those are as strong anytime touchdowns as you'll ever see um, in a football game. You know, I certainly would go both of them rather than just separate. I mean, I might do a Pacheco and separate. I'm not. I'm not laying two ten on McCaffrey just because there's a too possible yeah. injury factor. You just never know. But like I, um, but yeah, no. I mean, if I was going to do it, I would definitely parlay those. You know, like and those would be those would be my top two picks. I wouldn't. I wouldn't choose Kelsey over either of them. You just right. never know with receivers, right? Like you got to think. The 49ers are going to do everything they possibly can to stop Kelsey, right? Who else is there? You know what I mean? Exactly. Right? Like you you have to take him away. Mm-hmm. Uh, the whole world is watching. The whole world is watching his girlfriend. I mean, like, you gotta try to take him out of the game if you can. Yeah. Yeah. So So um so speaking of his girlfriend, I think there are some uh there are some interesting Taylor Swift related bets Ooh. out there. All right. Um, so there is a. So we all have heard about Taylor's. She's got to travel from Japan back. And I don't know if you saw this. The Japan, um, the the embassy released <laughs> yes. a statement. It's like an official, like on their letterhead. I'm sure it's like embossed and like wow. That's probably yeah. not necessary, but whatever. It's pretty cool. Um, so there's a a prop bet that is. Will CBS show Taylor Swift traveling back from Japan to the game? And oh. it's plus 400. It's plus 400. Of course they're going to show her traveling back. There's going to be there's going to be her walking on the tarmac, getting on her Learjet, or her getting yeah. off the tarmac. Like, plus 400 is ridiculous to me because there, so you know that, there's going to be a... There's gonna so be that counts, right? It counts? Showing footage of her leaving would count? Well, it's the the prop ed, as I'm reading it is will CBS show Taylor Swift traveling from Japan to the game, and it's so that's on to CBS. the game. I mean, I think that shows her in the parking lot coming in. That's travel to the game in my mind. I, yeah. I mean, they're going to show her. It's plus four hundred just to show her once. They're going to show her leaving the concert. They're going to show her getting on the plane. They're going to show her getting yeah. off the plane. Like, are you kidding me? That one's a a no-brainer, but also something else that I've learned um, recently, like as in while we're on this podcast and I'm researching this, um, <laughs> this does not count as a sports bet. And oh. lots and lots of states have legalized sports bet gambling. This is not a sports bet. I'm sure you can bet on in Vegas. You can bet what color Joe's hair is in Vegas probably. You, but, you cannot um, actually. Yeah, Vegas you really? cannot. No, they're very strict about these these ones actually anything that's conceivably controllable for the outcome. Yeah, no, Vegas is a lot. 
Where I think I told you before, we are a lot more behind the times than a lot of these places with FanDuel and DraftKings. So actually, I think Ron probably hit on the head because it's controllable because they can. Yeah, yeah, you could say, hey, my buddy's master control at CBS in the truck, and he said they've already cut the fucking travel package together. It's right. it's on a ready to roll, and yeah, well, I mean, it's knowable, I suppose. I'd be willing to bet that I could place that wager in the undisclosed location that I'm currently in, though. <laughs> Probably. Um, but that one, to me, jumps out as, like, an obvious. Um, yeah. So another... Um, uh, another, I think, no-brainer is will Kelsey mention Swift in some fashion plus 650? I think that's a little less likely because he he, he does tend to kind of keep things separate. Like, I think he'll hug her or kiss her or whatever, but when he's being interviewed, I think he's less likely to actually talk about it because it does kind of keep, you know, church and state separate, I think. Yeah. Um, but I thought it was interesting. I don't think I would bet on that one. I think I would take the travel one, but not that one. You know. Yeah, I want well, so the travel one. Shit. I, that's... I haven't. I, I have a question about the travel one. I think she's gonna get there well in time, right? I, oh, I know, think yeah. It's, it's so. That's my only concern there. But you're right. If they're showing a tarmac, then yeah, then then you win. You know what I mean? But like. If it's like against the clock, I think you know she's she's gonna get there within plenty of time. Right. Um, I, probably they should just do whatever is gonna make po- most people mad, and showing her makes people mad. So you know, now, yeah. is, this, is this just Super Bowl broadcast or is pregame? Because this seems like a perfect pregame storyline where they can, like I said, that footage will be cut together before she lands. Right. It says all it says is will they show it on CBS? So it oh, does. It is yeah. specific to that network, but you know they're going to have six hours of bullshit leading up to the game. That, they're going to be like I'm all saying. day. Yeah, very good. Yeah. I good fucking point. want in on this Taylor Swift thing. That's that's free money. Shit. Yep. That's some good shit right there. Uh, yeah, we cannot bet those here. Unfortunately, we can't bet. We can't bet national anthem. We can't bet Gatorade color. Uh, we are stuck with. You know, th- measurable, measurable things on the field of play, basically, is what it comes I mean, to. Nevada um, Gaming is actually very strict about that. I have one more Taylor Swift-related one, and that would be – now, this is plus 1060. I would also not bet on this one, but this one is interesting, and this would be a boss move. But it is, will Kelsey propose to Swift? Oh, shit. Plus ten sixty. That would be that would be pretty awesome. That'd be a boss move. Wow. Um, I don't think it'll happen though, but it would be cool. I mean, if you think they're gonna win, and you think he's gonna retire, why wouldn't he? Right? Might as well just go for the trifecta there. Uh, yeah. That's okay. that, uh, those are fun. I gotta I gotta find me an offshore account. Somebody. <laughs> <laughs> I will walk downstairs after this podcast and see if these are available. Actually, why don't we send you downstairs tonight and uh, and have you play some bets live on the pod? And uh, I think we'll put an over-under on how many show references you get in. We'll put that <laughs> about 4.5. So that's okay. your mission. We'll send you down there, uh, see how many you can sandwich in. And uh, we'll see how that goes. So, yeah, we'll definitely. I think I can do that. So <laughs> Joe mentioned Gatorade. Um, so interestingly enough, I, I was thinking about Gatorade 
as I'm as I'm getting dehydrated right now, I was thinking about the hydration element of this. So Gatorade related bets. There's two that I like actually that I, that I like a lot, um, and I'm going to see if I can bet these tonight. Um, so the color you can bet on the color, and people have um, people you know have done that in the past, and it's kind of a coin flip. And um, not a coin flip; it's a a coin that has you know ten different sides flipped. But like we've talked about before, I don't really have a in my like without researching it, I don't have a uh, an idea of which one I would go with and which one's been done more. So actually looked at some stats of um of colors in the past and huh. orange is the most common it's been used five times followed by blue four times and clear food four times clear really surprises me because to me that's like it might you know it might not even be gatorade like that's kind of really I defeating think, the purpose of the could be water right advertising right yeah. well i guess it's like that milky color i don't know whatever right. like to me like gatorade's missing their their um their attention getter with clear yeah. Um, followed by yellow, yellow and purple at, at three, and then none is four, and none probably oh. means that the that the coach is is a little too agile that they were trying to <laughs> and they missed him because that does happen. Yeah. So none, if you think the Chiefs are going to win, it ain't going to be none because Andy Reid is not faster than anybody on his team, so that ain't going to happen. Andy Reid's, if they win, Andy Reid's getting doused. You see him um, start fucking juking and stiff-arming people? Yeah. Mustache just see, flapping? Right. I could see what's-his-face, you know, like, looking around, looking over his shoulder, <laughs> and, like, like beating feet out of there while his, while his guys. So, I could, so if yeah. the Niners won, I actually could see that one happening. But because I don't think the Niners are going to win, I'm not going to take that one. Um, but the when I look at the odds... So, so yellow is right in the middle there, right? Um, when I look at the odds, they have all the different colors, but for some reason, they give you so all the colors you can bet individually, but for some reason, yellow and green are coupled together. And yellow has been done three times, green has never been done. Oh, so I guess that's why because it's never been done. They're they're throwing it in with the yellow. It might be too um, hard to tell the difference too. Maybe one of those like could be, could be. But um, the reason I like this one is the NFL has been uh, more and more uh, pushing the the Nickelodeon thing yes. and the slime, and they're dumping slime. So they're dumping green slime on guys a couple games a year now. That's I could cool. see. Uh, a Nickelodeon-related NFL green thing. So I'm going to take yellow and green at plus 425 for the Gatorade to be done. I like that. There's some Gatorade analysis right there for you. Fuck yeah. I really like that, actually. I Obviously, red is... I, I think it's too low of odds. It just seems too, too likely. I, I think I like the green-yellow one. Um, I've never bet it, never analyzed it. So thank you for that. <laughs> I uh, appreciate plus that. Plus four fifty or plus four twenty five. Let's go. I mean, might as well, right? Just throw a little yep. fire on it. Uh, that's very that's good stuff right there. But I, uh, I got I got one last Gatorade related one, and we're going deep. We're going deep into the Gatorade. By the way, that whatever you're drinking there looks like the Gatorade that they're going to be dumping when we when we win some money. Dumping hard Mountain Dew on Andy Reid after a win. <laughs> nice. Andy Reid looks like a hard Mountain Dew kind of guy, actually. Oh, yeah. Does Andy Reid look like a guy who drinks hard Mountain Dew? 
<laughs> Too spicy um, for him. So here's here's one, you know, deep in the woods Gatorade related one. This is the last one I'm going to throw out to you guys. So so you can not only bet on the color of the Gatorade, but the players, the position players that are going to be dumping the Gatorade on the coach. Oh. And so regardless of the color, regardless of the team, okay. you can bet an offensive player is going to do it at minus 110. A defensive player is going to do it at plus 150 or both at plus 450. Oh, wow. I like plus 450 because, first of all, even though these guys are strong, I think you need two guys to carry the thing, right? Yeah. I think it's general so, linemen, too. You know, the, right. Even though I fighters. think they could, they're strong enough, but I think it's awkward. I think you need a guy on each side just yeah. to kind of manage it and to make sure the guy doesn't shimmy out and get away from it. Yeah. So, you be accurate, yeah. too. You can't just fling that shit all willy nilly. Exactly. So, I like both plus 450 because. Not not even like it's not going to be like a random thing. I think they're going to be like we're excited. It's going to be like the captain of the defense, the captain of the offense. We're going to both kind of represent both sides of the team, celebrating and dumping on the coach. So I like both players, uh, one offensive guy, one defensive guy, to do the Gatorade dumping. I like that. I kind of like that defensive. Honestly, I kind of want to get in on that plus money defensive guy, just because I think if the Chiefs win, it's going to have to be a good defensive. You know. You could see Mahomes distracting Andy Reid, talking to him about his legacy, and then all of a sudden you got a couple big defensive giants, you know, coming and doing it. But I could also see Kelsey and a defensive guy coming and bringing it too, you know. So um, I wonder if you could, I wonder if you could parlay the color with the players of who's gonna <laughs> the color of the Gatorade with the players they're gonna dump it because that would be some shit right there. No, I, mean, I think you they should be able, Seriously, yeah. you should be able to. You know, they're just taking the money. <laughs> I think they automatically call that gambler's hotline if you do that. So I don't <laughs> think you can, but I mean, um, if you can parlay it, someone will do it. Better believe. I will. Uh, I think I'll filibuster now with some uh, some some prop talk while we get Samo down to the casino to place bets live on the pod. Should be interesting. Um, Joe, you going to take the over or the under on the uh, show references he works in? Four point five is where we're sitting. Oh boy, you know, they say they say it's easier to win an under than it is an over. Um I don't know, man. He seems excited for this for this game. So I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna go over. You know, okay. I I feel like he uh he's fired up. Fired up to make these bets, fired up for this Super Bowl. Uh you know, I, he'll get there. Okay. Well, then I'm going to have to go the other direction to make this a bet. But it sounds like we've got him in place. So uh, I've got him in my headset. Let's uh, let's see. Uh, Sam, are you uh, Okay, here there? I am at an undisclosed location at the casino. I'm walking up to the sports book now. Hi, how are you today? Good, good. Thanks. Yeah, I'm on vacation. You know, no kids, no pets, no plants. Yeah, I'd like to... Place a couple bets, please. Wow, you're tall. How tall are you, like 6'2"? Yeah, that's what I thought. Um, oh, shit. Okay, uh, let's look at some soccer lines. Uh, what's the under-over for Plymouth-Leeds match? This shit is flying over. Okay, we'll go with uh, $5 on the over. Uh, all right, let's, pick it. let's get another soccer game in here. Uh, 
Alright, Redding, Wren, Radcliffe, Rutabaga. Um, Alright, let's go with uh, Dorking and Altrachan to draw. That sounds like a good one. Yeah, we'll do five bucks on that one too. Um, actually, you know what? I'm thinking it might go bigger than that. It might go dozens. Uh, let's see. And the dozens! Let's go with the dozen. Um, yeah, right, dozen. That's a win um, for me, right? That's, that's the over. How about uh, Burton and Cheltenham? How much? Uh, about this much? Oh, sorry, visual gag. Uh, let's do let's do five dollars on that one too. Um, yeah, sorry. Uh, what are we doing here? Um, right. right. Let's look at some NBA games. I'm crushed. Uh, let's go with the Grizzlies covering the fourteen, parlayed with the over. Yeah, it's just like I say, giblets. You know. Yep. Oh, I should have hedged um, this. Fuck. Right, I think. I'm going to do a couple more, and then I need a pee break. Uh, Let the decree go, go forth. It is time Phoenix to pee. minus three and a half over Milwaukee. Yeah. Yeah, I know. I love Milwaukee, but Doc Rivers sucks, you know? Doc Rivers catching a stray. Catching yeah. a stray. Yeah. Um, I could have got like a 700. One more. Like nine, I think we'll wrap it up. Should have set that higher. Fuck. Right, let's throw a hockey game in there. How about Florida Panthers money line over the Flyers parlayed with the over, over six? Yeah. Yeah, I, I love the Flyers. They're my team, but they're in a real tough spot with Carter Hart out for that Team Canada sex scandal. A total perv alert. Um, okay. Uh, yeah, I think that's it. Uh, can I get a recap? Oh, shit. Okay, yeah, right there. Uh, salt. Check. Salt in the wound. Yep, that's it. All right, cool. Have a great night. Thank you. I feel bad for his ticket writer, man. There it was. Ass out. Oh man, live live bets on the pod. That now goes with our live liquor store. So we're we're breaking ground. Jesus, man, what a what a baller! Oh my god, he. I forgot some of these references. Actually, should have set so, that way fucking higher. Oh, so good on him. Seriously, wow. Uh, four and a half was safe, you know. I wonder what he was betting on each game. He didn't even say an amount. They just look at him and say, "All right, I'll give you that for this amount." Yeah, they I'll just give you that for this amount, you know. Ah, uh, man, that was that was something. That was magnificent, if I do say so. Uh notice I didn't think I saw any Super Bowl bets in there though. So he's gonna have to get those in later, I guess. Well, yeah, he'll have to go back and do the Taylor Swift ones as well. I think so. It's yeah. He can get them on, get them in post. Now, what we should make him do is, we should see if he can get more show references in for the Super Bowl bets. I bet he can't do it. <laughs> I, bet, I bet he's going under uh, on the next one. So on the on the under over, yeah, yeah, on the, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's always been called the under over. Just ask people from Arizona or who live right, in. right. Just Google it, you know. Yeah, I did Google it actually. I believe. Oh yeah, how'd that come back? Episode. Oh. And uh, I'm pretty sure I won that one. So, huh. well, I'm, I'm waiting for him to get back because I want to talk MVP. I want to. I want to get nuts. I don't know about you guys, but I want to get nuts. Actually, Ron, oh, yeah. I just I did just find a, a new bet to place live oh. on the show. Okay. So, uh, I don't know if you've ever followed me on Twitter, but well, what is that handle? 
It's uh, at Dude Goods, I believe. It's a yeah. uh, Dan Levitard show reference. As I told one of the Dan Levitard show producers yesterday before he gave me a look like, I hate you. <laughs> uh, but so everyone talks about Scorigami, right? Yes. Will there be a Scorigami, whatever? And if you follow me on Twitter, I get really annoyed with Scorigami talk. Like, it's stupid. It's annoying, whatever. I found a bet just now, though, however. Final score to have occurred as a past Super Bowl final score. The yes is Whoa. plus 410. I mean, you're telling me this can't go 27-24? I'm pretty sure that's a final or, you know. Right. I don't know exactly what all the final scores are, but I'm pretty sure we can get there in this game. Uh, a final score that has matched a previous one. So, plus 410, I'll take those odds, throw, throw a few bucks on it. I like that. Oh, what do we got here? What's up, guys? Uh, did the recording work? Uh, yeah, I uh, I set the uh, over a little low, so I got yeah. Did, yeah, uh, I, did, I security, think I, did security escort you out for being such a challenging <laughs> customer? It was only like a couple minutes. It was like you know, it was no problem. Uh, the uh, the glass is like I swear the glass is like four inches thick, like bulletproof glass. It's so weird. They're behind like a I can barely even hear him, but uh, yeah, it's pretty cool. So, uh, I'm not gonna lie, that's the first time I've ever heard anyone ask for a recap. Of yeah. So so the other thing that I did, and I didn't record this, but I, I actually did this. And if this happens. We may all come back to this undisclosed location, like the whole crew, because all of those weird-ass bets that I did, I actually parlayed them all together on oh, one bet for a lottery ticket. So I, I actually did that. Yeah, I can show you the ticket, but it's like it's like this long if it happens. It's like it's like plus twenty-seven thousand or something if they all hit so. plus twenty-seven million. If you hit it, you have to uh, you know fly us somewhere to meet you. I mean, that's that's <laughs> that's, a, that's a super lottery ticket. Yeah. And so. and the best part about that is that it gives us a chance to use this fucker again. Cause Where in the world is Troy getting hammered? Because I, I just like playing that. We don't I don't get to do it enough. So. I mean, who doesn't? Are you guys ready to get nuts? Fuck yeah. I want to talk MVP. I believe that this is a pretty unique Super Bowl. I think you have a team in the 49ers where the quarterback basically can't really win MVP. I think if they win, it's not because of him. Right. I also think you have super Mahomes fatigue and his worst offense he's ever had. So I think if the Chiefs win, there's a good chance it could be someone other than him. They're obviously the two odds-on favorites. Currently, uh, Brock Purdy's plus 225. Mahomes is plus 155. So I took a couple flyers on a few others. I got two big long shots, and I got one sort of semi-not long shot. So I want you guys to think of yours. I'm gonna start with my we'll call it we'll call it a sort of boring one. And that is gonna be George Kittle. I think Kittle could have a big game. I think from what we've seen of the Chiefs, you know, they're if they focus on Ayuk, they're really good against like a number one wide receiver. So if they focus on Ayuk, they try to limit McCaffrey, they, you know, uh take away Debo a little bit. I think Kittle could, you know, 
have some big big plays. So I got him at eighty to one. Um, I like the wow. little splash on that one. That was at BetMGM. I shopped around. Um, I think it's a possibility. I think he could go for possibly. I think I also bet him on FanDuel at like thirty receiving yards in each half, something like that, at like plus three or four hundred. So I like the. Uh, I like him to. And he wasn't very good last game, so I think he'll bounce back. I think he's a really talented tight end. I mean, he's. I think he's. Every bit as good as the current Kelsey that we have. Kelsey's obviously slowing down a little bit. So look for George Kittle to have a big day. Uh, thoughts on that one? My- 80 to 1? That's um, – I, I didn't love it when you said it, but like when you were first saying it, I didn't love it. But then when you said 80 to 1, oh, yeah, absolutely. Right. I mean, you go wrong. Yeah, he's 65 to 1 at Circa right now. But he, like I said, I shopped around, found the best number, uh, hmm. one that I really liked. So – Um, before I get to my huge long shots, uh, what are you guys thinking for MVP? Hmm. Um, like I said, I keep, all I can think of is is everything in my brain says that 49ers offense, all the weapons, Purdy doesn't even have to be great. Just has to be efficient, spread it out, let them do their things. I just keep going to Mahomes in a bag of magic. I just think that that's, what's going to keep happening. So that's where I'd go. I'm sure there's no money on it, but uh, too obvious. But it's just that's the way I see it going down. I I like the running backs. I mean, just like I was talking about the anytime touchdowns. Um, mm. I think you know if if um, McCaffrey's breaking a 50 yard run, or if uh, Pacheco is breaking a, a 50 yard screen pass, um, that's going to be that's more about the play. Obviously, the run is more about the player, but even the screen pass is more about the run, the, the running back than the, the the guy that threw the the five yard pass right. to him. So, I like the check. I like the running backs. I think the Chiefs are going to win. So, I would take Pacheco. I don't know what the number is. I didn't look at it, but I think I w- I think I would be looking at Pacheco as a kind of a favorite. But it scares me about. I'm interested to hear Joe's long shots because I feel like when you think about past Super Bowls, there's a lot of obscure players. Like uh, like there's like David Tyrese and like other like defensive players I've never right. heard about. So I feel like, especially if it's a low scoring game, it's going to be somebody weird. So yeah. um, I'd Watson. stay away from it. But I, I think Pacheco and then maybe a flyer, you know, and I wouldn't put a lot of money in it. Pacheco is currently thirty to one. Um, okay. I like that. I don't mind it at all because, I mean, you could argue that Mahomes' first MVP, it should have gone to Damian Williams. He had a good, he had two touchdowns, uh, big run to break it. But uh, so, and you know, like I said, Mahomes' fatigue. Uh, I think the only other kind of short odds, if you're going to go on the Chiefs, has to be Kelsey. If you believe in any of these conspiracies that are going around about uh, about anything, you know, he's got the biggest pop star girlfriend in the world if they win if he potentially is going to retire you know if if he has a game like last game seven for 120 or whatever he wins the mvp you know mahomes only had one touchdown pass and it was basically all the kelsey so um he's 14 to 1 right now so it's it's a little short i think but uh not not terrible again if you think Somebody other than Mahomes is going to win it. It's got to be Pacheco or Kelsey. Unless, of course, you go with one of my nuts long shots, 
which, are you going which, with Watson here? Because which, which is coming up. So MVS. When, when you guys are ready, I'm I'm ready to give you my first big long shot. You ready? I think I think I am. Yeah. All right. So, what is something that would kill almost every prop bet there is? A big injury to a big time player. Right. And somebody who left the game at the end of the game, sort of banged up, was Christian McCaffrey last week. We don't know his health. We think he's, we assume he's healthy. We assume he's going to crush him. But what if, what if he's not healthy? Or what if he gets banged up or whatever? Elijah Mitchell is yes. ready to go, rested. Could very easily break a couple off. I already got him at over one and a half carries, over four and a half yards, and long rush over one and a half yards. Because that could happen whether McCaffrey's yeah. hurt or not. I feel like those could actually happen. But let's say the 49ers win and McCaffrey gets hurt. They're going to have to do it running, and it's going to be with this guy. He's their backup, hasn't played all season, probably feels better than all of them. I got... Elijah Mitchell at 300 to 1 just wow. a few days ago. I figured it's worth a couple bucks. You never know. Injuries can happen. And if it does, at least I'm live then. You know, yeah. like it, I believe the 49ers are going to run the ball. And I believe it's basically the last thing anyone would expect. It, would anyone expect Elijah Mitchell? Probably they don't even know he plays for the 49ers. Right. So they'd be like, who is this guy and what just happened? Yeah, he got oh. some touches in the playoffs. I think he's got a goal line touchdown. He had a touchdown last game. He ran. He, he was running like, yeah, yeah, this is my shot. He he looked angry getting into the end zone. Yeah, I just think that everyone expects that uh, McCaffrey is going to get all the touches and all the playing right. time. He's had injury problems his entire career. You know, maybe not huge injuries or anything, but he's been banged up a lot his entire career. They would need someone if that happens, so I'm throwing a few bucks on it just in case. I like it. I like it, and I mean, it kind of fits into what I was saying before about it's, it's a lot of time. More often than not, it's an obscure player, so I, I do like that. Um, where I thought you were going to go with that was I thought you were maybe going to go with the backup quarterback. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's, you know, it's definitely, and I guess, you know, Mahomes, he got hurt last Super Bowl I mean, we thought we had it won at halftime when he was limping off, and they shot him up yeah. with whatever they shot him up with, and he was right. freaking Superman in the second half. Magic but, dust. Um, but I don't blame him. I mean, we would do the same thing, obviously. But um, So that's, you know, I hate to bet on something like, hope, not, not hoping, but I hate to bet on like a backup quarterback because but I would imagine it's going to be long odds like that, you know. It's interesting um, you bring that up because I, I heard that a couple sports books in town – have a sizable liability on Sam Darnold. So, like, some people have come oh. in and bet Sam Darnold MVP just in case that scenario happens. Oh, yeah. so it's got to be he gets insane in the game odds. Birdie and they yeah. somehow win, you know, he'll be he'll be the man of the hour for sure. Depending and it's, on that's true. It's got to be longer odds than the than Mitchell because Mitchell's in the game even if McCaffrey's not hurt. Right. He could but, put up but, a couple touchdowns without McCaffrey missing yet any time to injury. Right. But Darnold, yeah, if that happens, that's freaking, you know, that's like, uh, you know, so he mayday for them. There's definitely liability because Sam Darnold is, uh, he's 200 to one here. Mm -hmm. 
So oh, he's wow. lower odds. Less than Mitchell? Yeah. That's insane. So, which means that people have come in and, and bet on that scenario. So I mean, Somebody wow. found the script. And like I said, I, you know, I, I like the 49ers to run. So even if McCaffrey doesn't get hurt, I still think Mitchell can get two carries. If he gets if he gets two carries, I'm basically going to win all my bets. He's going to get over four yards. He's going to get the carries. He's probably going to get his long over one and a half. Yeah, basically, he'll get that when they're saying he's not going to he's going to play a snap, but he's not going to get a touch. McCaffrey's going to break some big run and have to leave for oxygen, and he's going to yeah. get that on, in two handoffs. I mean, I, I love that bet. That's a very good point. I I mean, he could very easily get spelled right. Oh, yeah. I think everybody's just counting on the fact that, well, if it doesn't go to McCaffrey, it's going to go to Debo. And if it doesn't go to Debo, Purdy's going to keep it. Or maybe they'll get Use Check or whatever his name is in there and uh, and run the ball a little bit. So, uh, so yeah, that's, that's my thought process there. I also took a flyer on him to be the leading rusher in the game. I believe that was roughly 80 to 1, something really high. And then anytime touchdown was 11 to 1. So Sorry, this is Mitchell. Yeah, this is Mitchell. Wow. And so, you know, like you said, Ron, that could be end of the game. They could be winning. They could be down. Yeah. McCaffrey's out of the game. A junk anytime touchdown could very easily happen. Yeah, so, love it. All right. And then my other long shot. And I want you guys just to picture a situation here. All right. Let's say it's 17 to 16, 49ers. We got about under two minutes ago. We are driving. Mahomes doing his magic thing, gets in field goal range, but it's like the 38-37 yard line. And so far, the Chiefs have 16 points on one touchdown and three field goals. If Harrison Bucker marches out there and wins the game 19-17 with his fourth field goal of the game from 50 yards, he's winning the MVP. I don't care. I know that you'll want to give it to Mahomes. But if Mahomes has one touchdown and like maybe 200 yards and Butker has four field goals, like I said, the Chiefs will take points. Harrison Butker is 300 to one to win the MVP. I think he could easily go for three, four field goals. And who knows? Who knows what happens? They win the game. They might have to give it to him. Has a kicker won MVP before? Yeah, and uh, one of those uh, didn't one of those New England didn't Vinatieri win one? I don't oh, think so. I don't think no? he did actually. But I think I don't know. It was really high back then. So mm-hmm. I think early on, possibly. I mean, you should you'd argue that he should have won for that first one, Vinatieri, right? A walk off, and Brady didn't have great stats. But yeah, I, again, I think if it wasn't for the Mahomes fatigue, you know, like like we're we're getting kind of tired of this guy. Somebody somebody broke it down on a pod today. Brady got MVP for his first two, and then his third went to Deion Branch. And then he got it for, like, the next two, and then it went to Edelman. So, like, there's something about that third one, you know, and it's, what, three and four years, three and five years, that I think I think this is the year. If you're going to bet against Mahomes or bet against one of the quarterbacks to win it, this would be the year. And so trying to search out a big number and hopefully get lucky. I like it. Yeah. Um, I thought of one more to throw out there, too. Um, so, uh, I don't know if you guys noticed, Brock Purdy had more rushing yards than Lamar Jackson in the, uh, in the NFC Championship or in the, uh, the championship games. Um, and coming into the championship weekend, Brock Purdy's 
rushing yards were over under one and a half yards. I don't know if you saw that. It was one and a wow. half rushing yards for Brock Purdy coming into the championship game. And he had 50 or 55 or something like that. Way up now. It's 10 and a half the last I looked at it. I saw 11 and a half recently. So I think, not that he's Lamar Jackson, but I do feel like um, I do feel like that's something that that is a part now a part of their offense. I think I think ten's a no brainer. Like that's basically mm-hmm. breaking off one. That's one. Um, yeah. So so I sort of like that um, in a parlay. You know, like just throw that in with a couple other random things. I mean, you could bet it on its own, but I sort of like that yeah. sweetening whatever other bets you want, and that doesn't really even have to correlate to them winning. Like, you could bet the Chiefs winning and Brock Purdy having 12 yards, you know, 11 yards. So so I like that one a lot. Um, I think it's going to be part of what they do. Not not what they do, like, big scale, but he's going he's gonna to get a first down here or there, and, you know, I think, that's a, I think that's a good one. I definitely like his rushing yards. I actually put a little bit of money on – I like to do first touchdowns. I got a little bit on Mahomes and Purdy. I think either of them could uh, have a rushing touchdown. And then I think mm-hmm. the other two flyers I took, I took a Noah Gray, and I think I might have taken Kittle uh, for first touchdown as well. I got a decent number on that one. Obviously, you can't go with Kelsey. You can't go with McCaffrey for first touchdown. There's just The odds just right. aren't good enough. But I definitely like the Purdy. I was thinking about even parlaying it, like his over-rushing yards, with possibly an anytime rushing touchdown, uh, you know every every game you can bet on the over under the shortest touchdown, and it's always set at one and a half. So, you know you could get a QB sneak there very easily, broken down play, something like that, uh, with with either QB and and if they're going for a legacy Mahomes game, they could very easily call for him to sneak one in, or hey if. Shanahan's up, and he wants to prove that Purdy is a stud. I could see him calling his number as well. You know, you just you never know with these games. These games can end up being blowouts. Weird shit happens almost all the time. Yeah. Right. Do you happen to know the um, over under for total yardage for Pacheco? I got it at sixty eight and a half rushing yards. Oh, uh, only. Okay. I don't wow. know the combination. I can look it up. Because like Samuel pointed out, you know, it just takes a couple of those little dump offs, and he's got forty, fifty uh, receiving as well. So I, I thought you were going to say sixty-eight total, and I was like, oh, give me some of that. Oh yeah, for sure. No, I got him at I got him at seven to one to be leading rusher in the game. Okay, um, I think it was seven but, to one. But I see what I see what Ron's getting at there—the total yards because he's gonna he's gonna get an even mix of rushing and receiving so i I don't right. like his rushing yards because uh and Andy Reed's philosophy and we've seen this for a long time in Philly with Brian Westbrook and mm-hmm. um uh <laughs> sorry the other guy's name is escaping me a couple good McCoy. running backs yeah yeah Shady. McCoy yeah it was Sean McCoy so they they did two yard screen passes that were essentially rush rushing plays. They they yeah. were rushing plays, but they go in the books as a receiving play. So I like the total yards. Off. I like yeah. the total yards. I don't like the rushing yards for him. Yep. Agree. All right, I'm almost there. I'm looking it up. Looking it up. Rushing. I was thinking maybe I should package up that McCaffrey anytime touchdown with a Pacheco anytime touchdown and that Purdy rushing over and. Maybe you can parlay that into a win. 
Uh, yeah. I'm just, all I would say is this. Pacheco, total rushing and receiving yards, 87 and a half. I definitely like that. Yeah. It's a little high, but it is a little high. But th- sometimes those it. receiving ones are a little volatile. That's a, that's the only problem I have with it. But mm-hmm. be careful with that McCaffrey anytime touchdown because everyone in the world is going to have that parlayed with yeah. other stuff. And it's like when they when you parlay the one thing that you think can't lose with <laughs> a bunch of other stuff, that's that's when you're burned. So I don't mind doing the two running backs together. You could probably get what like. Maybe plus one fifty, something like that. But otherwise, mm-hmm. I don't know. I wouldn't add too much more to it. Yeah, I do like that Purdy rushing over because, like you said, that's that's they flush him out of the pocket one time and he picks up a first down and there it is. Right, and, and he seems to be with, doing that late with quarterback rushing. You do have to worry a little bit about the kneeling on it because if you're close yes. and they kneel a couple times and you oh. lose three or whatever, I don't want to lose like that. Yeah, but I guess I guess it's hard to worry about five yards or whatever a couple of bounds would be. I don't know. Right. Ron, I need a pee break. Let the decree go forth. It is time to pee. Just keep waiting for Joe to say lines so I can get that joke off for the end of the episode. But <laughs> like, damn it, he just keeps saying over under. I was like, no, Joe, what are the lines for that game? Could you say lines once? Yeah, because last year I actually had Joe place a handful of bets for me. And uh, I went 50-50, which, you know, put me up a couple bucks. But I also put two bucks on each kicker for MVP just in case. Okay. so instead of being up like three fifty, I end up being down like a buck seventy five or something. So he didn't have me bother sending him the cash. But so the state know. of Wisconsin still afraid of a little gambling, huh? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> America is going through a renaissance of online sports gambling, but are you being excluded? Maybe the apps, maybe they ain't for you. Too much to process. All that blinking, the bells and whistles and whatnot. Well, maybe you do know how to navigate them just fine, but you ain't got the cash up front like they require. Or maybe you live in one of those states, them Frady Cat states that don't allow gambling because they're afraid of a little gambling. Whatever the reason, you don't got to worry about that because you can circumnavigate this whole fiasco with my clandestine wagering service, Guy in the Alley. Here at Guy in the Alley, we offer the most secure analog wagering experience. No fancy phone application, and it don't matter what state you're in, there's always a guy in the alley nearby. And we don't require cash up front like these phone guys. Of course, failure to pay will result in some broken bones. That's right, we're old school. We will send a real, authentic Italian-American stereotype right to your home like the old days. So if apps ain't for you, or your state's a big baby, trust the original guy in the alley. Yeah, and we're close enough to Iowa that I know dudes that'll just drive over the border and put their bets in. And okay, but I ain't I ain't driving over the border for that. I just just for the dispensaries. <laughs> Worth the drive. I'm getting fired up for this game, boys. You you got any you got any lines? Then we can get some. You mean like, you mean like cocaine? <laughs> I mean, I wish. I wish I did. 
<laughs> I think that's actually the better joke. I think maybe I should roll with that one. Ron, final score prediction. Final score. Let's go uh, 26 Chiefs um, and the Niners uh, 24. Nice. Give myself a ding. Samuel. So I'm going to go... I'm going to go 21-17 Chiefs. And I, I, and I also think I'm going to go back to... I think the Chiefs are going to get the first score because Andy Reid scripts the first drive. Like, it's like a big deal of what he does. He can script the first drive really well. He's good at the start of the game. He's good at the second half. So I think the Chiefs get the first score. The Niners... So the Chiefs win the first quarter. The Niners come back, win the second and third quarter. And then the Chiefs get the magic in the fourth quarter and win the game. So that's that's how I'm going to call it. 21-17 Chiefs. 21-17. All right. Well, when I saw the line. Somebody say lines. You're listening to the Outsiders Social Club on the Half-Ass Podcast Network.